Have you ever felt like you weren't good enough? Do you think you are just not enough? Are you afraid to interview for that promotion? Are you fearful of applying for that new job? Well, then you have arrived at the right place. This is Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. And I'm Gabby, your host. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. I am Gabby, your host, founder of Gabby Inspires. I empower people of all ages to embrace change. I am a motivational speaker, coach, and workshop leader. I know you are unique, and I will offer in each episode humor and skill-building tools that will enable you to make the right choice so you too can embrace change. Today's podcast comes from my heart. It's about an issue that I suffered with for most of my life, low self-esteem. If you answered yes to any of the four questions in my intro, then you may also have low self-esteem. Many, many people have suffered from these symptoms or issues or whatever you'd like to call them. I know I would like to call them some other names. How about you? But I have some good news. You can conquer this. You can build your self-worth because you are worth it. But first, I would like to discuss what I believe are some of the reasons for low self-esteem. In my case, I believe it came from a very large loving family. Yes, that's what I said. Hard to believe, isn't it? Of course, there's a story behind it. And as most of you know, I am number nine of 10 children. My youngest brother, Chucky, who was number 10, only lived for nine months. And of course, I have no memory of him or his life, which is very sad for me. All I have is stories from my older siblings. Losing Chucky was very hard on the whole family. And I have been told that even as young as I was, and I was not quite two, about 18 months, he was my little playmate. Not in the terms that you would go outside and play or anything like that, of course, because he was just a baby. But I spent time with him, and I was told that I did suffer from his loss. Losing Chucky was a very painful and traumatic event for our entire family. But this was only the beginning for me. As I grew, I always felt different from my siblings. It's very difficult for me to explain because it's just my childhood. I didn't have anything else to compare it to at the time. I had six older brothers and two older sisters. In all honesty, I don't remember much about living with my four older brothers, but I do remember my two sisters and my two younger brothers being at home together with me. My oldest sister, Anita, was very, very good to me, and I always felt like she was a second mother. 
And then she left home to go get married. That was another person who left me. I remember when I saw her for the first time when she came home for a visit. I got up from the dinner table, ran outside, and gave her a big hug, and I cried. And, you know, that's the first time tears had come automatically to me, tears of of happiness for seeing her, and and I guess because I had missed her so much. But that was the second trauma for me that I suffered as a child. The second person that was lost in my life that just was gone from my life, even even though Anita was still alive at that time, she wasn't there for me like she used to be. And I believe that's when I lost trust in just about everyone and everything. Now, I was only eight or nine years old, but I still remember the hurt. And like I said before, I always felt different. Like, I wasn't part of the family. Like I was just an onlooker watching the family do what they did. I never really took part. I was just someone watching. I never was asked to make a decision. Everything was already decided. I was a lonely child. Hard to believe, isn't it? (laughs) But yes, in that big house, the little house, I should say, With the big family, I was lonely. Also, I was never challenged. I just always followed the plan or the routine. It was like I was invisible. My mother and I were never that close. And now that I'm older, I think it's because she never got over losing her youngest baby. But... My teen years were hard. By that time, all my siblings were gone, and I really didn't have any guidance. I just tried to do what other kids at school were doing. And I I understand this more from having my own kids. When they would come home from school, I would talk to them. I would ask them about their homework. Well, I never had that. I mean... I wasn't abused. I was always fed. I was always warm. I was always clean. But there was never this, how'd you do in school today? And do you need help? But it was just a different time. So, but I guess I was always scared. And that's when I just never felt good enough. That's when it all began. I did not venture out to experience new things. I just did what was expected of me and went to school. I'm not even certain if I can put this into words how I felt back then, but I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have guidance. I never had that one person to talk to or to ask for advice. And I They were there in my life. There were people in my life and I could have asked. I just didn't know how. I never felt like I had that support person. I didn't even know it was possible to have one, I should say. 
I always lived in fear of making mistake. I didn't want anyone to laugh at me or ridicule me. And having big brothers, they did that a lot in a loving way. But again, I was, I just didn't have the ambition to go out and to do anything. I was afraid. And I believe all this helped create my low self-esteem, even though at that age, I wasn't aware of that term or even the definition. I found a list of the 10 signs of low self-esteem. I found it on the internet. So I'm just going to read them off to you. See if you have any of those. Number one was you don't really like yourself. I don't know if I ever felt that way. I just, I just never thought about it one way or the other. But listen to these and let me know after the podcast what, what you think. Number two was, are you always trying to be perfect? And I was, I was, I wanted to be perfect. I did. I wanted to get that A on the spelling test and the A on the math test. And I, I wanted to look good and, but I, a lot of times I didn't know how, but I always was trying. Number three, you really don't like your body. I think every woman goes through that. I don't know if that's low self-esteem or always trying to do something else. Number four, you think you have nothing to offer. That was definitely me. I just didn't think I was special at all. I didn't think that anyone would want me to do anything that because I, I just wasn't good enough. Yeah, I really didn't think I had anything to offer. Number five was another one that I think was me too. Number five is you are far too oversensitive. Yes, my feelings got hurt very, very easily. And six, you are afraid all the time. And yeah, it's a lot of that is your definition of being afraid. I was afraid to put myself out there. I wasn't afraid of being hurt physically. I think I was a more afraid of being made fun of or that I wouldn't do it right, but never physically. I was never afraid of that. Number seven is, are you angry all the time? I don't, I don't think I was angry. I don't think that had anything to do with me, but I'm reading these off to see if they relate to anyone else. Number eight you keep making others happy first. Oh, and yes, I did that. I did that with everyone. And I still do that as a fault. I will step back and let someone else have the piece of cake, the cookie, the donut, anything or food or just whatever. I I would rather just see someone else happy than me being the one taking the the spotlight. Number nine, you are not happy with your life. That 
may have been me a few years ago, but not so much now or even I, I, it just probably was, I just probably never really thought about that. My, I thought my life was my life. I didn't know if I was happy or sad. I was just there. Number 10, you feel like your life is limited. Yeah, I think I thought that because I always thought I wasn't good enough and I wasn't smart enough and I wasn't pretty enough. So yeah, I probably thought I was limited. But for me, it was really number four and five that affected me more. And four was, you think you have nothing to offer. And that's how I made it through high school. I let opportunities pass me by because I always wanted to be in the school play or be a majorette or be a cheerleader, but I never tried out. Well, if you don't try out, you're never going to make it. But again, I thought, no, you know, I won't make it. And, and of course, I didn't want anyone to make fun of me while I was doing it. I just, I don't know. I just never had the feeling that I was good enough. And then in my employment years, I knew I would be the one that never got the promotion. But I did try a few times anyway. And, and sometimes I got it and that still didn't make me feel any better. And I was never willing to stand up for myself. If someone said something, I just took it. When I applied for a job and they would say, what salary do you want? And I'd always say, well, whatever you're offering, you know, I, I never could state what I was worth. That was another hard thing for me. But number five was, are you far too sensitive? Oh, I really was. And I still am at times. I think I'm getting better. But oh, yes, my husband isn't even aware of how many times he hurt my feelings just in conversation that I know he didn't mean it. But it was like, oh, it's like a stab in the heart. Nor some of my friends. I just can't imagine how sensitive I am. And I try not to show it. But one statement can set me right back to knowing that I'm not good enough. So that that's a big one for me. Now, let's get to the good news. You can conquer this feeling. You can start being proud of you and of who you are. <laughs> and I can just see you looking at me. How? Well, by being fearless, we've got to get rid of all those fears, that 10 list of fears that I just listed to you. And yes, that is what you need to do. If you're the person with low self-esteem, you have to become fearless. I can see you shaking your head at me and thinking, me? I can become fearless? Yes, you can. I did it and you can do it too. First of all, you need to remember you are enough. You are good enough. And you do deserve happiness. You are fearless. Remember that. 
And I know you can do this because, like I said, I did it. I turned my life around. And do you want to hear the little story behind that? Well, I'm going to tell you. It happened one morning when I went to work. Now, it was like any other morning. We get in, we sit at our desk, we start working. We all got called into a meeting. And it was announced that our office was closing. Yes. No, if, answer, but we were going to be losing our job in six weeks. Everything was moving to home office. And we could go to home office, but it was in a different state. That wasn't an option for me. That's when I was forced to face my change. My life was changing and I had to make some choices. Believe me, I was not ready for this. I would have stayed at that company until retirement. But that was no longer an option. But the company was good to us. And they offered us several different severance packages. And one of them was two years of college, all expense paid. I wanted to go to college. I wanted that degree. But did I think I was good enough? No. Was I smart enough? Oh, I don't know. And by this time, I was in my 40s. Most college kids are 18 or 19. But that's what I wanted. And you know what? I made that choice. I chose college. For the first time, I followed my heart. And I became fearless. That's when I knew I became fearless. And I made up my mind I was going to do this. You often hear me say, listen to your heart. If your heart says it wants to do it, then you can do it. You have the ability. So you have to face that change. You have to make that choice. You have to be fearless. I did it. I found my true self in college and I found that I was good enough and I was smart enough. Was it always easy? No, but life isn't easy. And when I say I'm fearless, can you imagine how fast my heart was beating that first day of college when I'm walking in? as a middle-aged woman with a lot of 18-year-olds. One thing, some older people do go to college now, and it was, wasn't as bad as I thought. But of course, I was scared. But I was also determined to do it. It was handed to me, and I wanted it, and I was going to take that opportunity. I had to be fearless. 
And that is what I want for you. If you suffer from low self-esteem, you can change your life too. You can turn it around because you are worth it. You need to face your changes, like I say. You need to make some choices to follow your heart. And you will find that opportunity like I did. Be fearless. Believe in yourself. Follow your heart. Say to yourself every morning, I am fearless. I can do this. I'm here for you. If you would like to discuss any of your fears or anything with low self-esteem, just contact me because I've been there and I can help you too become fearless. Hey friends, it's that time again. Time to say farewell for this episode. Thanks for listening to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Invite me to speak to your group or hold a workshop. Go to my website at gabbyinspires.com or text me at 724-524-3464. What do you want to change? It is your choice. I will see you in two weeks. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other episodes. Farewell.